This message is a ministry of From the Fray, a site dedicated to providing hope-filled, battle-worn resources. For more encouraging content, check out fromthefray.com. You better give up. Gotta stop running. It's the end of the line. It's time to surrender. The book of Jonah begins when God tells Jonah to get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked its people are. Now, if you know the story of Jonah, the general outline, you know that to this, Jonah says, no, I'm not doing that. God tells him to go that way, and Jonah says, nope, and Jonah goes that way instead. Now, before we get all judgy and condemning against Jonah for that, we need to really put into context what God was telling him to do. He sent him to the city of Nineveh, uh, which was founded by a guy named Nimrod. Uh, You can read about him in the Old Testament. Nimrod is not a really good role model, but his story's in there. You can read about him. He founded the city of Nineveh in what is modern-day Iraq, uh, near what would be Mosul today. And Assyria, or Nineveh became the, the heart of the Assyrian Empire. Now, by all accounts, Assyria was, they were the thugs of their day. They were awful, repugnant human beings. They were a very militant culture, and I don't mean that at all in a good way, because they didn't just want to conquer territory, they wanted to conquer people. And they, they were cruel in doing it. So when they defeated you, they would kill your kids in front of you. Or they would decapitate your family members and make you put their heads on a, on a pole and walk around in a, in a parade, you know, with those stakes uh, and your family members' heads on it, just to, just to humiliate you and, and let you know that they were stronger than you. And they cast just the shadow of fear across the land. They wanted everyone to be scared of them. Really, to understand it, it it's best if we kind of liken them to something like ISIS, right? Assyria was a, was a, a terrorist state. They were terrorists. Um, and so when we talk about things like this, like Iraq, you know, and terrorist states and people who look and act and think and believe very differently than we do, especially for people like us who wear a uniform, those evoke uh, emotional memories, right? Scary, bad emotional memories. And so this is what God sent Jonah into. So we don't want to assume that we would be, do better than he would, right? You're, you're not going to put on your Make America Great hat and your Bruce Springsteen t-shirt and go over and play some Toby Keith for ISIS and tell them they need to you know, believe in Jesus and become good people. We're just not going to do that. And, and Jonah said no. And he got on a boat and he went the wrong way, which is verse 3. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa, where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. What I want us to get from this is that if we want to go the wrong way, there's always going to be a boat to take us there. This is the definition of sin. We'll get to this a little bit more in the next video. But if you want to sin, if you want to go in the wrong direction, you want to go to a bad place, there is always going to be a boat waiting to take you there. But you need to hear me as your pastor when I tell you, not all boats come from God. Right? Satan has boats too. And if you're uncomfortable with the idea of Satan, I just want to say that if you believe that Jesus had anything of value to contribute, you need to also understand that Jesus very much believed in Satan. Right? That we have a cosmic enemy who is who bears you no goodwill. And he has boats and he provides. He provides as well. Not every boat comes from God. Right, so if, you, if you're wanting to cheat on your spouse and all of a sudden some good-looking person shows up, they're available and they're willing, that boat did not come from God. If, if you want a little bit more money in your pocket and there seems to be a possibility of you stealing from your employer, right, that's a boat, but that boat did not come from God. Satan has boats and, and Satan provides his boats as well. Now, when we take the wrong boat, I need to say a few things about that. Right? When we get on the wrong boat and we go the wrong direction, first of all, when we do that, we're doing it on purpose. 
right? When, when I make a bad decision, almost always, I, I, I know what I'm doing. I don't need to have that pointed out to me. Uh, and I'm doing it for a pretty specific reason, and I'm consistent in that, and so are you. When we get on the wrong boat, we go the wrong direction, we do the bad thing, we do it almost always for the same reason. And it's not because we want to be bad. It's very rare that you do a bad thing because you want to be evil. It's not the reason why we do it. The reason why we do bad things and get on the wrong boat and go the wrong direction to a wrong place is fundamentally because we don't trust that God has our best interest at heart. We trust ourselves too much and we trust God not enough. So to be specific, we don't believe that God has the best in store for us. And we think that if we follow him and go the way he wants us to go, we're going to miss out. Say that again. When we get on the wrong boat and go the wrong direction, we do it because we think if we go the other way, God's way, we're going to miss out on something. We're going to miss out on a, on a happier life or, or vengeance or whatever it is we think we need. And so we don't trust God and we go the other direction. Everybody does it for the same reason. Jonah, in this case, didn't trust that God had a good reason to send him to go convert and, and love and care for a bunch of really bad people. Jonah said, I don't love those people. No, and I'm not going to do it. Right? And so he got on a boat and he went the wrong way. He ran, which again is the definition of sin. Right? God wants us to go that way and, and we walk away from him and, and we go that way. Now, when we do that, when we sin, when we go the wrong direction, it makes us do really silly things. And I'll, I'll kind of close with this. I toyed with calling this sin makes you stupid, but I figured that didn't sound very pastoral. So instead, I'll just say silly. But sin makes us do some really silly, stupid, ridiculous things. Like run away from God. And that's silly for, for at least two reasons. The first reason running from God is silly is because, well, he's God, right? He's every, He's omnipresent. He's in all places at all times. And so we can't run from him any more than we can run from our shadow. It just doesn't make any sense. We really can't do it. But the bigger reason why we running from God is silly is because God loves you tremendously. And he's the one chasing after you. That's the heart of this book, and you're going to hear me say that many times. The point of the book of Jonah is that God loves people, and he loves them enough to chase them. Right? And so if, if you're a believer, you didn't catch God. God caught you, and he brought you into his family. And if you tried to run from him, like if something bad happened in your life, you know, maybe a couple years, I don't know, a couple years in the, back, in the past, and you got hurt, and spiritually that wounded you, and you decided you were going to run away from God. I want to tell you, as your chaplain... You didn't make any progress. He's still right there, chasing you and pursuing you. God loves you the way a parent loves a child, and he's going to chase you, and he's going to pursue you because he loves you. Thanks.